welcome to your Sunday Psychics. Normally I say with Rebecca Fisk and Stephanie Gerard, but Stephanie's off tonight, so it's just for me, Rebecca Fisk. And uh, of course, Garrett is here, um, my our amazing producer and uh, the man behind the scenes who kind of handles all the technical stuff for us. So hi, Garrett. How are you tonight? I'm so excited. I can't believe we're here on a Sunday night. <laughs> you know, it's been known to happen. <laughs> I, I think on a regular basis also, so that's even better. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it, in, the, in light of all of the uncertainty that is going on in the world, these little things that are reliable and consistent uh, that we can count on feel really good, actually. So uh, it's nice for me because I know that every week I'm going to get to do this and I have fun. I love it. I get to hang out with you and Stephanie and our listeners and uh, it's a really nice part of my week. I also like kind of feeling like I'm capping the previous week and mm-hmm. setting an intention for the coming week. So I love this time slot on Sunday evenings. It's, I, I love it. I think it's awesome. So anyway, um, okay, we're going to get into a few things here before I start taking questions. And um, the first thing is uh, I want to say happy birthday to Jesse. I know Stephanie's not listening tonight because she's out, but uh, happy birthday to Jesse. And uh, and then I want to move on to the fact that today is another 555 day. So we talked about this on May 5th because uh, I had read a newsletter from uh, a spiritual teacher that I've kind of known about and kind of been been intrigued with for close to 30 years now. Um, and uh, she talked about how the 555 May 5th was a stargate. It was like an opening um, of this energy. And so I realized that today is also a 555 day because if you, in numerology, if you take the month, so that's five, the date 23, which is five, and then the year 2021, which is another five, we have another 555 day. So the first thing that I want to say about that is everyone I know has been going through just intense transformation, me included, my friends, my clients, uh, my colleagues. We've all been talking about the incredible transformation that has been taking place. And for some of us, it is um, shedding old beliefs. It is healing wounds that are deep that maybe we've carried with us for our entire lives. Um, Some people are ending relationships. Other people are leaning into their relationships. Uh, And it's been an intense time. So, you know, I just want to let all of you know that if you're having what seems to be more frequent conflict or it's more intense conflict or maybe you feel like you're overthinking things or you're battling something internally and it feels like it's been more and, and you know, more often and more intense recently, um, my, my impression and my understanding about the energy that's up right now with the intensity this month is that that's all normal which sounds so crazy to say that that's normal, but for right now, energetically, it is. Um, We've had this quickening of energy uh, over the last few months, and, uh, you know, certainly this intensity with 
you know, people really kind of either being pushed to get on their path or, or pushed to reevaluate where they are and kind of make some decisions about how they want to move forward in their lives. Um, and frankly, you know, the pandemic has kind of helped open a lot of people's eyes about what's really important and what are we focusing on? What are we doing with our energy? Are we um, empowering ourselves? Are we enriching our own lives? Are we taking care of ourselves? Are we learning deeper and deeper levels of self-love? And if we're learning those deeper levels of self-love, are we allowing ourselves to release self-abandonment? Are we allowing ourselves to shed like weight that we don't need to carry anymore? That can be emotional. It can be physical. Uh, are we allowing ourselves to create more clear boundaries? and holding that space of love and compassion for ourselves within those clarified boundaries. So all of these things are, you know, are energies that are kind of demanding our attention right now. And, you know, it started, you know, a few months ago, and it has just been much more intense this month. So uh, I'm trying to think here. We also have a full moon with an eclipse in three days on the 26th, and my understanding about that is that it'll be fairly visible early morning hours uh, on the West Coast, but that if you're in the the eastern third of the United States, it's going to be difficult for you to see, Uh, but that was as of my reading up on it a little bit earlier um, this afternoon, so uh, there is that too. So, you know, the thing is, you know, to get through these really intense situations, because everything feels intense. They feel magnified. The most important thing to do is to come back to that place of self-love. And I I love Trent Shelton. Um, He's a motivational speaker now, former athlete, professional athlete. And he talks about, you know, the phrase, protect your peace. And I love that. And I try to remind myself all the time to come back to that. Protect your peace. What does that mean you need from yourself today because we can ask partners and family members and friends who support us to kind of you know help us along the way with this stuff but you know really it's it's an inside job and so are you doing something every day to help you feel peaceful do you have a routine or a ritual that helps you come back to center? Um, it can be Qigong. It can be meditation. It can be um, even exercising, kind of getting that runner's high. Uh, you know, are you doing something to help create that peaceful energy and that feeling within yourself? Because it's really, really important. And that's the only thing really that's going to help us feel grounded and centered in all of this kind of chaotic feeling energy. So. Uh, so, Garrett, have you been experiencing some of this kind of intense energy as well? Well, I think, it, you know, intense energy for one is different for intense energy for somebody else. So, um, I mean, last, if you want to talk about intense energy, we could talk about the crazy event that happened in Huntington Beach last night where we had thousands of people come here after a viral TikTok video was a BYOE, bring your own everything to the beach. And what kind of crazy energy that created. Um, and then, you know, and, and of course, it's none of the, the locals that live here. It's all of the people coming from other surrounding areas who think it's real cute. Um, and then, you know, the reaction from neighbors who have lived here for a period of time about, you know, their um, interpretation of what that energy meant to them. So it's, it's you know, it's, 
for the party goers, they were probably having a great time for everybody that had to sit and listen to it and, you know, see the consequences of vandalism and graffiti and things like that. I think it's a quite another experience. Oh my gosh. Well, and see, and I had no idea. And, you know, I, I, my heart goes out to you for dealing with that. Um, you know, because when, when we're in our own home and it's our place of peace, if you will, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. to have that kind of event happen, it's very unnerving. And well, I mean, know, Garrett, I know that, yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's, it's, that's exactly it, you know, because you, you or first hear the, either the, well, I don't think there were gunshots, but there's fireworks going off and, you know, the helicopters and the sirens. And I originally thought maybe there's like a surfing competition and they're escorting some VIP surfer from point A to point B. But then it was on for another half an hour. Then it started getting dark out. And then we went into like 1 a.m. So it's like, okay, I don't think I'm going outside to check on what's going on. No, no, I wouldn't be doing that either. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's intense. So, yes, very intense. Interesting. Um, Wow. Yeah. See, well, you know, I, just completely different, you know, perspectives. You have the party goes for just having a great time. And then you have everybody else who's freaked out because they're like, what is going on here? And, you know, just the whole, the whole dynamic of that. So, you know, for one group, it's great. And the other group, it's terrifying. Right. Well, and how many people are there that aren't normally there? And thousands. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of crazy. Just crazy, exactly. crazy, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. See, and I do what Andrew Weil talks about, Dr. Andrew Weil, who was, he, I think he was more popular a few years ago, um, but he talks about functional medicine and, and, you know, how to kind of create a healthy lifestyle, if you will, through mm-hmm. the foods that you eat and supplements. And one mm-hmm. of the things that he advocates for is taking a news diet. And so he says, look, you know, yeah, if you need to tune into local stuff, because there are things that you need to know about for your life, that's understandable. But you know, he very strongly recommends taking a break from the news because the reality is most of it is stuff that isn't going to affect our day-to-day stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just stresses us out. I agree. So, so I don't, I am not the person who watches the local news every day or, you know, oh, it's six o'clock, the news is on. I, I don't, that's not me. Uh, I kind of check in on the headlines a little bit here and there, but not even every day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got to say, um, I, I don't seem to have been missing anything major that I needed to know about. So Yeah, because uh, the sun still I, comes I, up, the sun still sets, and you still get up out of bed. I yeah, and, and I still have my kiddo to, to, to hang out with and uh yeah. it doesn't yeah, the day to day stuff it doesn't affect my life that much. But I will tell you it makes me a lot happier. So, oh yeah. You know, I'm not stressed out about stuff. But anyway. Um okay. So let's see here. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about, and um, this is really interesting, and I, I know that for those of you who have listened to my show for a long time, <laughs> God bless you all, thank you. Um, so I'm divorced, and I have been divorced for four years. But I separated uh, actually nine years ago. And, you know, my ex is a really great guy. He's a really great guy. We don't have compatible lifestyles. It's really simple. We really like each other as people. We care a lot about each other. We, we get along much better now that we are not married. We, he lives less than half a mile from me. And we do a really great job with the kiddo together. Uh, and, and I like him. We do holidays together. And it's, it's, he's a really great guy. 
So one of the things that I realized this morning is that today is the anniversary of the day that I woke up with peace in my heart about the fact that I knew I needed to leave the relationship. And it had been weighing on me for months that I, I knew that I had to, 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 to change it. I had to do that. And I had been praying about it and been miserable and upset for months, literally for like six months. And then I woke up on May 23rd in 2012, and I felt completely peaceful. And I knew that I had to sit down with him and say, you know what? We're not happy, and we deserve to be happy. I have to go. And that's exactly what I said to him. And I said it to him in that way. And we had a really nice, peaceful conversation. And it doesn't mean that the whole process of uncoupling was peaceful and easy the whole time. But we reached a place where we understood, we, you know, he finally understood, we really are better off not living together. Because when you are living with somebody whose lifestyle is not compatible with yours, there is stress for both people all the time. You can't get away from it. And it's not about whether or not you like the other or whether or not you're compromising or not. It goes beyond that. So we now are much better friends. We live in peace. But I thought it was really interesting, you know, and people were like, wow, you get along with your ex. I'm like, yeah, we get, we get along much better now. You know, on, on my perspective on it is, you know, if you love somebody enough to marry them and have a child or children with them, just because it doesn't work doesn't mean you can't still care about each other. And I know mm-hmm. that there are certain types of betrayals that are really difficult for people to get over. And we didn't have that in our relationship. There was no cheating. There wasn't, uh, you know, there wasn't abuse. There wasn't anything in the marriage that was unforgivable or what people might judge as unforgivable. I, I personally think that, that forgiveness is for yourself. It's not for the other person, regardless of what they did. It's for you to live in peace. Um, but I just thought it was really interesting to, to, to kind of think about that this morning and ponder it. It's like I do a meditation every day. I do different kinds. Um, and sometimes I just kind of think about something that brought me a lot of peace, and I just connect with what that felt like. And so for me this morning, that was my, my kind of my meditation, that, that moment when I woke up in the morning and realized I felt so peaceful because I knew exactly what I needed to do and I knew how I needed to position it for us to be able to move forward in a good way. And so I know that I'm really lucky and I'm really blessed. Um, I know it's not like that for everybody. Most people have like really horrific breakups at some point in their mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really, I haven't really had that. I mean, I've had breakups that didn't feel great, but <laughs> right, I haven't right. had the kind where you want to hate, you know, you hate somebody and you want to kill them. I've never had that. So. Well, count yourself lucky. I, you know what I am? I always tell people I'm the most blessed person I know. Mm-hmm. I am the most blessed person I know. And that's, uh, I really believe that. I absolutely believe that. Oh, okay. Well, 
So, Garrett, I know I've done this before. We haven't done this in a while, but I want to I know. It's you. been a hot minute. I'm so excited. This is one, another reason. <laughs> I love doing the show, but I, I love being behind the scenes. But being able to be here with you, is, um, it's like the good old days, the Garrett and Rebecca show. I know. I know. Thank you. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was fun. I'm, I know I'm thinking about disco music. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How And how horrible our first shows were. And we thought it was so much fun. And they were just absolute trash. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so well, much fun. We've come such a long way. Yeah. Was, what, what, 10 years that. ago? Something like that. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. I think you're right. I think it was 10 years ago. Well, and I, and I remember um, the very first day, you know, because you had moved to Northern California <laughs> and you told, um, yeah. you'd emailed me like two years after, and I thought you were going to file a claim, but we weren't going to be able to, you know, do. I said, no, I'm going to be at such and such coffee place in Seal Beach. Do you want to come by? Yeah. And at the end of it, she goes, you know, I'm going to do this radio show. And I said, I've always wanted to do radio. And she goes, I know. And you're going to be the host. And I went, what? And that's how it all began. <laughs> I remember you posting that picture from um, our, the first broadcast down in, in what was it, um, Laguna Beach, and yeah. uh, that was such yeah. a fun that was a fun night. And I just remember the fact that the lady there sent me home with about a gallon of hummus that I just I yes. think I ate on the way home. Yeah, it was yeah. It, it was that was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, and at the time, Garrett had this. I, I called it the bumblebee car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Garrett had the bright yellow Camaro convertible with the black top and the, you know, anyway, and, and he came and uh, I drove to his place and then we drove down uh, Pacific Coast Highway with the top down. <laughs> it was so much so fun. Much fun. Oh my gosh. Way to, to, to yeah. show up at an event. And yeah, it was great. It was so much fun. And um, I'll never forget when I, when I asked you to do that and you just looked at me like your jaw was just like on the floor and you said, what made you ask me? I said, I just, I just felt like I should. I, I, you should be doing radio. You should be doing all of these things. And you said, I've been thinking about this for like six months, and I just mm-hmm. haven't had an impetus or anything to do it. I said, well, now you do. Now you do. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's all because of you, Rebecca, all the fun stuff. Well, I, I try to keep things fun. I don't think my kid would agree with that. <laughs> well, that's because you're mom. But we try. We try, yeah. though. You know what? We mm-hmm. try, and I try to make things light. And, and actually, my kiddo knows that um, if I get upset, I get over it really quickly. Like, yeah. you know, like the, the, the kids who are, like, still scared hours later, my kid's like, no, uh, let's see, it's been, it's been six minutes. No, she's fine. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or even three, yeah. It's like we get it out of our system and then we move on, and it's, it's really good. I'm I'm really blessed. So I've got I have the best kid on the planet. I gotta say, amazing kid. Um, so what is something that you're grateful for from this past week? Because I know we haven't done this in a while oh, either. No, so. um, I mean that list is long. And one of the things I um I one, this is gonna sound just like so made up, but I'm gonna tell you the the. Absolute honest truth. Um, I've been working with a healer that Stephanie interviewed on her show um, last month, mm-hmm. and he's out of New Zealand. And I've been mm-hmm. doing weekly sessions with him. And there's just something weird in a most amazing way. Uh, that I, And it's 45 minutes. The guy is always 15 minutes late. So don't ask me to explain that. I'm like, I'll just set your <laughs> clock back 15, and then we'll be on time. But no. Um, but during the, the sessions, we go through. And at the end of them, from my fingertips all the way up into my head, I am absolutely tingling and I can't explain it. It's an energetic thing and it only happens during mm-hmm. the call. 
And this last week, um, one of the things that I've really found that I have focused on, especially if I wake up in the middle of the night or when I wake up in the morning or before I go to bed, is I'm doing a lot of gratitudes where I'm just, you know, I'm going, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Or if something's happened or I'm you know, going to be grateful for something that's going to happen today, I'm doing a lot of that. And this past week, pretty much the entire week, Rebecca, and I thought this was just, I thought, man, I'm coming down with something. But I, you know, every time I thought, oh, I'm going to, I got the COVID. Well, that's not possible because I got the shots and I don't hang around anybody ever. And, um, but I go take my temperature because I was like, oh, I'm sure I'm burning up. And then it'd be like 98.1. Okay. An hour later, my head's burning up. I'm, I know it's like, I'm 104 now. I'm going to like die any second. 98.1. So I think energetically something is going on, but it's been one of those weeks where we focused on prosperity and money and, you know, removing limitations. And I had, I'm usually number one at work. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, no, I'm number one on a lot of people's hearts and souls, which is great. But, yes, you know, when you it are, comes to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but aside from that, I'm usually number one or in the you know top couple for, you know, where I'm working. And last week I had, I don't want to say a horrible week because by most standards, people would think it was great. But I just had a week that was not my usual rock star stuff. And so this week, he says, what do you want to work on? And I said, I want to work on abundance and prosperity and, and having money stay with me and last and build and exponentially increase and help me help others and all that. So we went through this. And so this week when my head is sitting here buzzing and it's warm and I feel like I've got this horrible fever and then I go test it and it's still 5.5 degrees less than being even normal temperature – I'm like, oh, I probably got some buzzing going on because it's like stuff is happening energetically with me that I need to be aware of. And so I tried to spend my week being grateful for the awareness of that. But also at the end of the week, I had my best sales week ever this week that and it was just effortless. It was not like, oh, man, I've got it. You know, da, 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 da. Um, the clients just came to me. The clients were like, we want to work with you and we're going to do this and let's go. And I'm like, yes, we are. I thank you very much. And then I would look around like I'm being punk on MTV and there's not Ashton Kutcher with the film crew. And I went, OK, this must be the real deal. So I'm, I'm, this week, I'm really grateful for the awareness of um, intention, the awareness of mm-hmm. what my attention to intention brings and helping me try to focus on things that are better and curbing my tongue. Cause sometimes I like to swear at drivers who don't drive the speed limit or drive crazy or just make me mad. And I've been really kind of dialing that back. So that's what I'm grateful for this week. That's the long answer. No, that's awesome. And I love that. I love that about the abundance and the prosperity and that, you know, the fact that you're feeling the vibrational change in your body is awesome. Mm-hmm. So and it's just and really it's, weird. Um, I've never felt that. Because usually if I have a, like a reading with Stephanie, because she'll do chakra clearing and pulling yes, the cords yes. and theta healing and things like that. I've felt energetic uh, transformation with Stephanie pretty much every time I've had a session with her. But this is unlike mm-hmm. anything I've ever experienced before. And I could only say it's kind of like a distant second cousin. But it's just the wildest thing because this guy's here in New Zealand. Here he is in a completely different day. So he's in a different time. He's not even in, the, he's not even in my current. He's in my future. And he's able right. to energetically do these types of healings or sessions or whatever you want to call it. But just, wow, what an amazing experience. That's awesome. That is totally, uh, totally amazing. And it's, uh, well, you know, first of all, there's no time and space in the conscious field. In the conscious field, everything is now. Mm -hmm. And um, that's why I always tell 
everyone, if you are going to do affirmations or you're going to write a list about what you want your life to look like, if you want to create something new, you have to write it in the now. Because if you say, oh, this is going to happen, it's always in the future. But if Mm -hmm. you say, this is my reality right now, then Mm -hmm. you're actually creating Mm -hmm. it and co-creating it. Um, But I love that you felt the energetic shift in your body. I think that that is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely powerful. Because, because folks, I will tell you, I've known Garrett for a long time now. (laughs) And I would have to say that if you... Yeah, I mean, a few years ago, Garrett would be like, yeah, I'm not feeling anything. <laughs> At all. I was the At most all. conservative, <laughs> uptight, fake eating, you know, wouldn't ever think a liberal thought in my entire life. And here I am today, you know, producing shows for nationally acclaimed psychics. You know, there we go. <laughs> and thank you for that. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, well, I love it. Uh, it's my favorite thing to do. Oh, good, because we, we love having you, and we love doing this, too, so it's great. It's a win-win. Uh, it's, it's interesting that, um, it, like, when I do readings and when I get a lot of confirmation, uh, I get chilled. And so one of the things that's been different recently is I'm having um, more experiences in my physical body uh, while I'm doing readings and then even just when I'm going about my day, I'm starting to have more um, experiences of vibrational shifts in my body. And there was a time when I first started coming into the psychic work that, you know, there would be a vibrational shift and I would, it would just show up as a headache. And that was really annoying, I have to tell you. It was really annoying. Um, but it's kind of exciting for me to see that as I'm continuing on my journey with the work that I'm doing, that I'm still growing and changing in this. Uh, It reminds me to not get too comfortable, to not be too comfortable in the familiar, because I'm still supposed to be getting better and still supposed to be honing my craft and setting the intention to show up and do my very best and to grow and learn what I'm supposed to learn. Um, But, you know, I experience quite a lot of that when I do acupuncture. That's that one. And then Reiki is a really Mm. good one for me as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I haven't experienced the healer from New Zealand yet, but I've I've definitely been pondering working with him as well. So we'll see what happens. I'll let you know. Um, Yeah, it's very cool. Very, very cool. Very cool. And it, I love that you experience the cord cutting stuff when uh, Stephanie works on you, that when she does the theta healing, that you experience the, the, the physical you know, release, is, if you will. Well, yeah. you know, and the first time That's you go awesome. through this, I mean, I mean, just it's one of those things, unless you experience it firsthand and are going to be open to the experience, and I think that's the key. You know, you hear somebody say, okay, I'm, I'm in Anchorage, Alaska, and I'm going to pull some cords and cut plugs and you're going to feel magically delicious, like Lucky Charms. You're going, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard ever. And then you <laughs> have it done. And then you're just, you know, because the first time I said it, okay, fine, whatever, do your thing. But I was open to it. And you start yeah, feeling the changes and you start feeling this weight lifted off of your shoulders. And suddenly your world starts to get better. And you're like, what just happened here? Can we do this again, please? You know, we do that. <laughs> yeah. 
It's it's awesome. Anyway. It's awesome. Well, can yeah, can we no, give your website a plug since we've been talking about Stephanie and Chris and every all these other people? If if you want to book a private session with Rebecca, shameless plug for Rebecca, your nationally acclaimed America's Top Fifty Psychic is at RebeccaFisk.com, and you can book your appointment. Mention that you heard her on your Sunday Psychics, and she'll give you a special deal. I will. I definitely will. <laughs> um, so a couple of things. I am probably, I don't have anything on the calendar yet, but I will be starting to travel again, finally, uh, back to my office in Northern California. So that will probably happen in August or September, and I will let everyone know uh, when I have those dates on the calendar. I'm actually super excited uh, because the last time I was there was a year ago, February, and I was supposed to fly up there at the end of March, and then we went on shutdown like two weeks before that. So uh, I keep getting, you know, inquiries from my clients. When are you coming back? Because, you know, I'll tell you folks. So for me, when I do the reading, the source of the information is the same. So it's no difference for me if a person's sitting in front of me or I'm talking to them on the phone or we're talking on the radio. Okay. There's no difference for me because I'm going to the same place to get the, the information and it's providing the information in the same way, no matter where I am and no matter where you are. But I do have clients who want to sit in front of me. They want to be uh, in my office, in my presence, which is really sweet. And, you know, I have to say, and <laughs> I'm like embarrassed I'm even going to say this, um, but I know, Garrett, that you had said this to me before. I have clients who say, I just want to be, I want to sit in your office with you because the moment you walk in, I feel better. I feel more peaceful. I feel Absolutely more Absolutely true. Just, you and, just have and, that so, presence, though. And, well, thank you. So, so there, there, I have those clients who only want to be with me in person. They don't want to do phone readings. They don't want to call into the show. Uh, and I don't blame them. Um, you know, I'm flattered and I'm, and I'm honored, and it's a privilege to get to do this work. Uh, so I'm trying to get that back into place uh, as soon as I can. As soon as it feels right to me, that's what feels right to me. So that's kind of where I'm at. And uh, I have not been vaccinated. We've been very conservative. Um, I have a very close friend who's an epidemiologist and who gets the updated data uh, from those epidemiologists doing the research. She gets updates almost every single day. And so we've been talking about the different vaccines and possible side effects and whatever because I have had, you know, they talk about the 2% has a reaction to this. When you read all the the, the, the details on the inserts when you get medications and it says, oh, 2% of people have this kind of reaction or might have this kind of reaction. Well, I keep telling myself I'm not that person anymore, but I have been that person. So I have to be a little bit careful about, uh, you know, what I, what I do as far as medications and, and vaccines and stuff. Uh, in fact, I worked at a school district and I only worked there for a few years. It wasn't like I had a 20-year career there or anything. But uh, I had had the TB test so many times that I had, uh, I had a serious reaction to the TB test. So my friend is like, look, I don't really want you running out to get your vaccine yet. Let me get some more information and do some more research. But we're finally kind of in this place where looks like I'm going to get vaccinated, probably the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And uh, I'm going to talk to the acupuncturist first. He's actually going to give me a protocol uh, beforehand to kind of prepare my body, you know, kind of clean Good. it out, clean all the toxins out, prepare it. Then after the vaccine, do another protocol as well. So I'm, I'm like, okay, this is feeling okay. 
So I've been feeling since fall that if I were to get vaccinated and people would say, well, when should I get, what about the vaccine? I'm like, anything, you know, I kept hearing after April. That's what I kept hearing. So I've been hearing that for a while. Now I'm finally just starting to feel more calm. And then uh, I've been feeling, you know, hearing August or September for things to be a little bit more normal as well. So, you know, we'll see what happens. It's, uh, it's all interesting to me. But, yeah, I'm excited, really, really excited to, to start traveling again. So there is that. A um, couple of other announcements. I know, Garrett, I haven't even talked to you about this. But, hey, you know, what can I say? <laughs> Uh, so the other thing is um, I do have a VIP group that is starting on Facebook. If you're interested in that, let me know. Um, it is weekly calls with me. You can ask questions. Um, we focus on specific things that you're working to clear energy around. Um, you know, some of the people want to focus on relationships. Uh, some of them uh, want to focus on just getting into more self-love. Um, so if you're interested in that, send me an email, you know, just get to the website and send me an email and let me know and I'll give you more details. Uh, and then also I will start doing groups again. And, um, in fact, I'm already, uh, able to do, uh, groups outside. So if you've ever thought about doing a group reading or having a party and having a psychic come, I do those types of events as well. So let me know if you are interested. So. Um, okay, I'm going to talk about my gratitude, and then uh, I'm going to talk about intentions for the week, and, um, and then we'll do a meditation, and then we'll answer some questions. So, okay, so my gratitude for the week is my kiddo. And the reason that I'm bringing up my kiddo is because they are very brave, very resilient, always brave enough to speak their mind no matter what, which I think is phenomenal because I grew up afraid to do that. In fact, I'm still finding my voice, which is very interesting. Uh, I, I know it seems like I've found it in all ways in my life when I do these radio shows. <laughs> But it doesn't mean that I don't get afraid. I become afraid sometimes. So my kid is really courageous and um, it's very wise. It's like, okay, this must be my kid. I, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy when we look at the wisdom of some of the really young people on the planet right now and the stuff that comes out of my kid's mouth is like, wow, why didn't I think of that? I mean, it's like, who are you? How old are you? Because... You know, I kind of consider myself fairly wise at this point in my life. I've got some good common sense. Uh, I've been, you know, basically channeling information for a long time, and some of it has stuck. So, you know, I feel like I have some wisdom. But every once in a while, something will come out of my kid's mouth, and it's like, wow, that's, like, beyond me. So I'm really, really, really grateful. I'm grateful that I get to see this kid grow up and really blossom. And with, with fearlessness, it's just amazing to watch and you know people will say wow you have such a great kid you know congratulations that's awesome you've done a great job and I think you know it's it's my kid it's not me I mean I've taught good manners I will tell you that my kid is, is who they are and it's, it's all them I, I can't take credit for that so that's my gratitude 
And then, of course, always, you know, our health and, and, you know, we always have way more than enough. You know, we say that when we do our gratitudes every day. One of the things that I always say is, I'm grateful that we always have way more than enough. Um, so, and I'm grateful for happiness, you know, for joy, for peace. Um, we can always choose what we want to focus on. And I'm joy- I, I try to focus on the good all the time. I try to find something mm-hmm. joyful every day. It really mm-hmm. helps, really helps. Um, okay, so I want to talk a little bit about intentions just for a very quick moment. Because, you know, we talk a lot about, okay, well, it's the new moon, so do a new moon ceremony. Or it's the full moon, do a full moon ceremony. And the reality is you can set a new intention every single day. It doesn't have to be, oh, because it's a new moon, what's the new stuff you want to bring in? Or it's a full moon, what do you want to release? You know, the reality is we can set an intention every single day. Who do I want to be today? How do I want to be today? Is there something specific that I need to focus on or clear or release? Uh, Is there something that I want to bring in? Like, Garrett, you want to bring in more abundance. That's awesome. I don't really know too many people who don't want to, but I love that you actually set the intention and ask for the co-creation to happen, and it's Mm -hmm. happening. And and, And I wanted to say congratulations to you for that as well. So that's awesome. Um. But what I realized is I don't always set intentions. Like I don't wake up in the morning first thing and go, okay, I'm intending this and this and this and this. But what I realized is when I do that, when I say these are my intentions for the day, just like what you said, Garrett, about how you're trying not to cuss at drivers. And you know what? I, I have a confession. Don't tell anybody. But I am also one of those people. That's probably where you see the worst of me is driving. I'm glad we don't drive together, Rebecca. We would be a terrible combination. (laughs) We'd both be yelling at the people together, probably. It's like, you know, my my mother was really great because she used to say, you know, the light's not going to get any greener. (laughs) Right. If they didn't take off when the light turned green, right? And, of course, now I'm that, I'm that driver since I worked at the police department as a dispatcher. I'm the driver who sits after the light turns green. And I look both ways to make sure all the traffic is completely stopped. Mm-hmm, I, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I do that every time. Um, but I am that person who's like, uh, you are going 35 miles an hour in a 50-mile zone. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that's okay, but it's not here. <laughs> Only I don't say it quite so politely. <laughs> so, you know, and I don't do the road rage thing. I don't get that bad. But every once in a while, I'm like, okay, come on. Please, you're going to make me miss a light. It's like, oh, yeah, because everything's all about me. Right. <laughs> it's not? What? And I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I oh do work on my ego. I really, truly do. But, um, but yeah, I could use some, some, uh, some clearer intentions on my daily, my, my daily thoughts in the mornings. Uh, and so that's a good one. That's a really good one. But, but basically, I wrote down my basic intentions for every day. Because I finally thought, you know, I want to create something different. If I've been living a certain way and I'm not getting the outcomes that I want, what do I need to set up as an intention so that the universe can co-create with me so that I can have the outcome that I really want? And it's a, you know, it's a process. You know, sometimes we get instant miracles. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. But anyway, so I wrote my intention, so I'm going to tell you my intention. So my first, my, my first one is, I intend to receive more and more self-love 
financial abundance, centeredness, and love from all beings, especially me. So that's my first one. And my second intention says, I intend to lovingly speak my truth in love to and for all beings, always from a place of love and compassion. So that includes the drivers. (laughs) Lucky for them. Lucky for them, yes. And so that's, what I'm doing now is I'm setting those intentions. And I was setting intentions. I know you remember when it was discussed during the show, Garrett, that I was setting an intention for the week. Mm-hmm. And my perspective, my perception of time has changed so much during the pandemic that I realized that I really want to set these intentions every day and at least once a day. I'm finding that I'm wanting to meditate and pray or chant more than once a day now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I feel like the days are long enough that I can mm-hmm. do the things I need to do and I can come back to that. So mm-hmm. uh, it's been very interesting. It's been very interesting, but uh, in, all in a good way. You know, I really believe absolutely that everything always happens for the highest good of all. It doesn't feel like it when we're in the middle of it. But I always believe God moves us forward. We don't go backwards. God doesn't go backwards. So if we have that attitude that something's not going the way that we want it to go, but we trust that there's something better coming, it's a really lovely way to live, that there's always hope. So anyway, that's that. There we go. Are you ready for meditation? I'm so ready for it. Yes, bring it on. (laughs) Okay. All right. So uh, let's see here. What do I want to do here today? You know, I think I'm going to do my my three-color meditation today. All right. So what we're going to do is if you're comfortable and you feel so inclined, sit up straight with your feet flat on the floor, spine straight, And if you feel comfortable, close your eyes. What we're going to be doing is we're going to take three deep cleansing breaths. I'm going to explain the process first, and then we're going to do it. And while we're doing it, I'm going to be explaining to you what we're doing. So don't worry. You won't get lost. So we do breathing in through the nose, and we exhale through the mouth. And as we breathe in, we're going to be focusing on the colors that I suggest and that they come down in the form of a shower from above our heads. And they spill, just as if we were in the shower, they spill down and out around our bodies and they form an impenetrable cocoon. And then when we exhale, we imagine any anxiety or tension or negativity or toxicity going out through the bottom of our feet. We do that visualization because Mother Earth will take the energy and she will do something good with it, okay? So she's just thinking, oh, this is great. I get more energy. And we don't need to carry it in our bodies. It doesn't serve us in our bodies. The toxicity, the negativity, the anxiety, it doesn't serve us at all. So we release it. We give it to Mother Earth and she's like, yay, here's the energy. This is great, okay? So we're going to do three of these breaths. The first 
color we're going to do is the golden light of compassion and unconditional love. The second one is the white light of Christ consciousness and protection. And the third one is the color of rose, like pink, the color of rose quartz, and it's love for yourself and others. And again, each time that we do this, we're watching this shower of light come down and around our bodies and form an impenetrable cocoon and that our negative energy goes out through the bottom of our feet. Only positive energy can come in to these cocoons, into our energy field, but we are able to release the negativity, okay? All right, so go ahead and sit up straight, spine straight, feet on the floor, eyes closed if you feel so inclined, and we're gonna take our first breath, inhaling through the nose, breathe in, And we're imagining this beautiful shower of golden light coming down from above our heads, spilling out over our bodies, down the front, the back, the sides, and under our feet, forming this beautiful, impenetrable cocoon. And exhale. Through the mouth, releasing negativity, anxiety, and tension through the bottom of the feet. And breathe in through the nose. Nice deep cleansing breath. We're imagining the white light of Christ consciousness coming down in this shower, forming this beautiful cocoon of light. And exhale. Again, releasing any tension or anxiety or thoughts you no longer need. And one more deep breath in through the nose. Imagining this beautiful shower of pink light coming down, forming a beautiful impenetrable cocoon. It's love for yourself and others. Hold it just a little longer. And exhale. Releasing any remaining tension or anxiety out the bottom of our feet. And then just breathe in normally, in through the nose and out through the mouth, in through the nose and out through the mouth. And one more, in through the nose and out through the mouth. And we continue to just watch our breath and be aware of it. And when you feel so inclined, go ahead and open your eyes. Shake out your feet and your legs and your hands and your arms. And come back to center. And then just if you feel so inclined, just kind of observe your breath. Remember, the breath is what keeps us alive. It's literally our life force. And when we get anxious or nervous or upset, we tend to hold our breath. So if you find that you're feeling anxious or nervous or upset about something, try to remind yourself 
to take a deep breath. It will automatically help your body relax. And it literally is keeping you alive. So. All right, Garrett, how do you feel? My eyes are all watery. Your eyes are watery? Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, anything that you have been wanting to release that has been hard for you to look Honey, at? Honey, that list is long. <laughs> well, okay. So That'll be a but, topic but for another be, show. There we go. We can, we, but, can, we can do that. We can do that. But, but I, so I would just say, you know, if there's something, ask energetically what it is that you're not wanting to see that's painful for you to look at. Because that would be the energy of that is that, and, and I would say too, probably the healing that you had with, I think it's Chris, right? Yeah. Probably helped kind of plant the seed for whatever you need to be re- releasing mm-hmm. that that happens mm-hmm. in a very expedient way. Mm-hmm. So remember, tears are also detoxifying. Yeah. So there's a reason. There's, there's absolutely a reason. Anyway, and thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so are yeah. you ready? I bet the listeners I'm ready. Are ready. So okay. here's the deal. If you've been a caller before, you know the routine. If you're new to the show, when Rebecca starts taking her first call, which will be from Amala, who's calling about her career. So Amala, get ready. Um, I'll be putting myself on mute and going and screening other callers. If you would like to call in and ask a question, I'm only asking for your first name and the topic. We don't need the whole backstory because Rebecca's the real deal. She doesn't need the whole story. So if we ask for your first name and topic, that's it. And we'll try to get as many of you on the show as we can. We've currently got four callers lined up. A bunch of folks have called in but not pressed one to ask a question. So if you do want to ask a question, call 323-657-1493. That is the hotline, and you get Rebecca Fisk, your Sunday psychic tonight. And we are now live with Amla. Amala, welcome to the show. Go ahead, please. Hi, how are you, Rebecca? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks, Amala. How are you, and how can I help? Oh, thank, I just wanted to see. I thank you for the meditation. I really have a lot of anxiety, <laughs> so it really helped me. So thank you for that, for offering Oh, that. you're so welcome. Glad I could help. <laughs> I'm so glad I could help. Yeah, so it's a career question, so... um. I actually talked to you, of course, before about this late. It's been seriously five months of this. We're at the tail end. It's like the 25th mile of a mar- marathon, almost at the okay. finish line. But it's like I want to, like, give up, and it's just crazy. Bottom line, she's my, the okay. person I'm working with is very, very difficult. She just loves okay. I don't know what it is. But okay. I'm just what is her trying my best. Yes. Can what I is her give her the initials? The initials? Okay. Okay. Uh, B, B boy, and okay. H. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hang on just a second here. Thank you. You know, it's so interesting. She is, um, she is in love with the idea of who she thinks she is as a supervisor. So there's a lot okay. of arrogance there. Um, yeah. And it's, it's almost like she doesn't live in reality. So um, there's something called there's something called chimera, and chimera okay. is a person's illusion of their own grandeur. 
Oh, okay. okay. And so my yeah. impression about her, there are a couple of things going on with her. So the first thing is that, that she has this idea about how she should look and how she should behave and how she should be, you know, in this role of the supervisor and the boss. And it's a very grandiose idea that she's constructed in her mind. It's not effective as a leader. Right. So in other words, right. it's kind of like, you know, it's like the facade. You paint the house, you paint the front of it, but if you actually walk through the door, there's nothing there. It's just exactly. the front. That's <laughs> and right. So That's right. She's, and, and so the thing is that with her arrogance, she's smart enough to have gotten herself to this position, but I actually don't know that she actually knows anything about what she's supposed to be doing, honestly. So yeah. what happens is she's very hard on the employees. Because she wants them to, she, she wants them to think she knows what she's doing. She knows just enough to, to come across as she knows what she do, she do, but she really doesn't. And so right. she, she basically plants seeds of fear in yeah. the people who work for her right. so that they won't question whether or not she knows what she's talking about. Right, right. Because she doesn't. I actually get that there is, um, there may be, you know, and I'm not, I'm not the licensed therapist or anything like this, but I definitely get an energy of um, some type of personality disorder with her. And um, it's really interesting because I get on one hand, there's this very innocent person who has no clue what she's doing. And right. then there's this other person who, you know, is just almost cracking the whip all the time and doesn't give anybody time to do anything. So it's, it's you know, multiple personality possibility. It could also just be that the child in her and the adult her are so completely opposite that there's, that there's no integration. Like it's almost like she's got two people running the show. I don't, I don't know how right. to explain that, but that's what, it, that's what it appears to be. So I'm hearing okay. August. There will be a huge release for you in August. And so okay. what I want to say to you is try to, to be detached from yes. her influences. Go in and do your job. The other people there know you do a great job. So go in, do the best that you can, and, and you're, you're doing great. And if she comes in and she's questioning anything, you know, what you can do is you can start making sure that she makes requests of you through email and only through email. Like, if she yeah. comes in and gives you, because my impression is she'll come in and she'll give you verbal information, and then she'll come back to you later and she'll say, you know, well, where is that? And, it, you, and, and your, the information she gave you or the request she made of you was not what she's asking of you now. And it's like, well, you told me that you didn't need that until mid-July. No, I told exactly. you I need it in June. You, no, you said mid-July. So you can say, I'm, you know, I, I, I have a goal to better track my productivity for you, I think it'll make it easier for you as my supervisor to track my productivity. So you put it on right. as if you're doing this to please her, and then you say, please give me a request through email because it'll be easier for us to track everything. Okay, no, but make sure that she, and, and yeah, so make sure she does it that way so that you actually have the data written down and it's irrefutable. Here's the thing though, Rebecca, just one thing is that this is my book. I hired her. This is what the problem is. We're at the finish line. My book is supposed to come out. And this okay, is gotcha. difficulty. I don't know what to do. She's just, it's just, and I have a meeting on Tuesday. It's like I'm praying with my angel. So, Every time I'm on the phone with her, I'm constantly praying and doing the grounding techniques. 
Okay, so let me, yeah, let me just ask you because um, it's interesting because this is all, this this energy is so stuck. I mean, honestly, it's surprising to me that it's about your book because it feels so much like this is role reversal. I mean, it absolutely feels like she's just cracking the whip with all these people that that supposedly worked for her. Um, Yes. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. What I want you to do. Yes. I want you to spend some time. If you can do it this evening, great. If you can't, do it tomorrow morning, but do it as soon as you can. And okay. I want you to really, I, I want you to, first of all, take some time to just sit and, and, and meditate or pray or do something that makes you feel calm and centered. Like for me in the mornings, my mornings are, I get up, I get up early, I like to sit and, and have a cup of coffee and do some journaling, I do my chanting, um, but I have this yes. little process where I'm very peaceful in my body before I do yes. anything else. Yes. And then once you have that, then yes. I want you to visualize what you want this to look like. What is the outcome with okay. your book and with this relationship? What's the best possible way for this to, to come to a conclusion? Okay. Okay. Sure. And then, yes. and then visualize that. You get to choose how you want to move forward with this. It's all in your hands. God will co-create with you. All you have to do is ask. Okay. Okay. So, so the thing is, so, so my impression is one of the reasons that this is being dragged out is because she, you know, my impression is that she wants to try to drag it out to get a little more money from you. Oh, okay. 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 So, so the thing is, here's what I want to say to you. And this is really, really important. Okay. When you have a conversation with her. Yes. Say to her, look, you know, we need to have this concluded and I've got a deadline of whatever the date is. I'm still hearing August, but you can make it sooner. And I would say tell her sooner anyway to say this has to be done by such and such time and it's this and that. And we talked about this before, which you did. And then if she comes back and she says, well, you know, you haven't done this or this isn't done or this or that or blah, blah, blah. And if she says, and and I'll do all of that for you, but it's going to cost blah, blah, blah. And you say to her. Thank you so much. I know I, I have given you, I have exhausted the budget that I have for this. Yes. There is yes. no more. So you can exactly. turn it over to me as it is right now, and I'll have to fix it myself, or you can finish the project. But there is no more. The, the, the resources have been exhausted. Right. And you say it yeah. that way, because it's not that you don't have more money. It's that the resources that you had earmarked for this project are exhausted. You, exactly. It doesn't mean you can't come up with more for yourself, but she doesn't get any more. Right, right. Okay. okay? So, yeah. so this is the thing. And, and she's very, again, she's very ego-driven. Like she doesn't okay. want to lose you as a client because she can say to her friends, oh, I have 10 clients. Well, no, not really. <laughs> yeah, but because you, but you know you what I feel? This? I really feel but, intuitively yeah. that this book, I put, you know, the universe provides, right? And oh, yeah. I really, yeah. I, I put my heart in, not only my heart, I have a message and I know it's a, it's, it's a big one. You, you know me, I, I'm legally blind, all of that. It's a big, there's a big message I have for the world. And I right. am here to, to, to express myself this way. And I know this yeah. book is going to help many, many people, many, I'm sure. several, yeah. hundreds, thousands, whatever. This book is going to go, it's going to, it's going to take off. It might not take off at like by the end of the year, but I really have, I really believe in it. 
And I and yes. I know that it's gonna make a difference in this world. Well and I well, have do you have somebody I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. I wanted please. to ask you though, do you have do you have somebody else who's also editing it or looking at it? Looking at yes. everything she's doing? Okay, good. You're you're yes. gonna be fine. I have to tell okay. you you're gonna be fine no matter what. Don't stress about this. Remember okay. that it you know, all you have to do is ask for, for angels to intercede on your behalf and they will. Okay. Okay. okay? Really important. Yeah. Really important. In fact, um, um Yeah, you just ask. You know, and ask. you can say it just to God. God, please please help with this situation. Allow this to be everything with speed, ease, comfort, and joy. Um, let yes. me offer it to you for the highest good of all. You know, but I need you to intercede. I need the angels to intercede on my behalf so that this project can be completed and I can keep moving forward. Exactly. And so the thing is, that the most important thing with this is to feel yourself trusting. Have faith. Okay. okay. That my very yeah. favorite saying is the will of God will never lead you where the grace of God cannot keep you. So you have been divinely led right to where you are in this moment, having this conversation with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then subsequently yeah. having the appropriate conversation with this person and yeah. offering your book to the world for the highest good, for the greatest good. And it will happen. Absolutely. God's will does happen. So you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Just come and, back to the I, place of peace with it. I will. And, you know, honestly, the last five months, it's only because of God and my angels that I, I've jumped over a zillion hurdles with her. It's just one yeah. one or two or three more or whatever it is. So I, I'm just Yeah, so you're grateful. almost done. You're almost done. And remember that it's still God. It's still God leading this. You always get to say no if you choose to. And yes. one of the things that comes up very strongly, and then I have to get to the next caller, is, yes. is boundaries. Part of yes. this was about you learning boundaries, and it's okay to say no, and it's okay to say what you want, and it's okay to make sure that you're getting supported in the way that you need to be supported, no matter what the project is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so okay. much, Rebecca. God bless. No, you are so welcome, Amalette. Well, keep us posted. Let us know how everything's going, okay? God bless Thank you. You've you got this. You're gonna be, you're, okay. This is going to be awesome. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Rebecca. Dahlia, thank, thank you. You bet. You're so welcome. All right. Take good care. You know, Rebecca, one of the favorite things that I always like to say, and I learned this a long time ago when you have to deliver news that somebody else is not going to like, you always say, the decision has been made. You can say it nicer That's than right. that. But the decision has been made. That means there's no discussion, especially when she's in, you know, she's right. the boss. She's the boss, That's Applesauce. Right. She's not Judge Judy, but she might be the boss. Okay, so our next no, caller she's is... awesome. Love her energy. She's, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Sharon, welcome back to the show, Sharon. And Sharon is calling about pets tonight. Sharon, you're live with your Sunday psychic, Rebecca Fisk. Go ahead, please. Sharon. Are you there? Hello. Okay, Sharon's going to go back on hold. Sharon, if you're listening, put us off of mute. And we're going to go to Lisa, who is calling about her son. Lisa, welcome to the show. You're live with your Sunday psychic, Rebecca Fisk. Hi, thank you so much. Can you say that sentence again, Rebecca? The will of God will never lead you where the word of God cannot. Is it keep you? The grace of God, yes. The will of God will never lead you where the grace of God keep you. Beautiful. I'm going to write that down and put it on my bathroom mirror. 
Yeah, and you can you can listen to the replay too if you don't have time to write it down right now. <laughs> I got it. All right. Scribbling when you were speaking. Okay. Um, okay. Great. I I haven't seen my grown son in the eight years in September. First and, what is his first name? Excuse me. What, what is his first, first name? First name? Roberto. Roberto. Okay. Give me just a moment. So there's definitely a feeling of a lot of anger with him. And it's, you know, I feel like there's something that happened where um, there's two different influences that come up. The first one is the father figure influencing this. And the other thing that comes up is that there was something that you, I want to say you tried to protect him from something. And then when it came out, the way that it was brought to light was it done in such a way that he took it as if it was harmful or it was somehow he took it as a betrayal. That's what comes up. And he's still angry. This isn't, this is, you know, I just get that he's really angry. Um, you know, I get that you pray. I get that you've been really sad about all of this, that this has been really heartbreaking for you. Um, I do get that he thinks about you, but, but again, he's still, he's still in this angry place. Um, how old is he now? He'll be 38 this summer. Is this his biological okay. father or his stepfather? Father's here. But his biological father abandoned us when, when I was pregnant with him. So I'm yeah. wondering if he's come um, around. This is a, well. I will tell you, this is a male father figure. Um, Probably my brother. Okay, it's whoever has been the one who has. Because um, yeah, actually, you know what? I have to say, your brother's energy also comes up as if he's been very jealous of you, and so it's it's like you've always been. He's always made you look like the bad guy. So there's been a lot of undermining of you from your brother. And it's so interesting because he comes across like, oh, he's going to help you and he's going to do all these nice things. And then when he doesn't, it's like he seems like he's just kind of flaky. But there's a part of him that just is not kind. So it's, it's um, what's your brother's first name? Huh, Robert. <laughs> They're named after okay. my father. My father. Okay. Yeah, so so it's almost like he took Roberto under his wing because, you know, he well, he's his namesake. He he looks at it as if he's his namesake. Um you know, and yeah, I feel like this there's there's a very insidious energy with your brother of wanting to get back at you. But he doesn't present himself that way, but that's what he does. And I feel like you've had hints of this. He's never he's never done anything outwardly that you've seen to you, but I feel like you've had evidence of him doing these kinds of things with other people. Not a lot, but a little bit. It's kind of like been gnawing at you. Everybody's scared of him. Okay. So he's, yeah, this is, this is the influence. That's my impression. And so, you know, the fact that you pray and you're doing those things, that's really helpful. Um, I always tell people the most beneficial thing you can ever do for someone else is to pray for them. Always. Okay. So, no so put. I'm sorry. No chance. I mean, no chances. I'm 62. I'm in heart failure. I don't think I'm going to see him in this lifetime again. Um. 
I feel like it's still possible. I'm getting chills on that. So there, the possibility is still there. The question is whether or not there's a way for you to actually get that message to him. I I sent gifts, letters. I made a book of his whole life. I, I, I know. I understand. I know. I understand all of that. I'm sorry? I get crickets, nothing. Yeah, no, I understand. But I would, I would be honest with him. I would just be honest with him and reach out and say, look, I'm in heart failure and I'd, I'd like to see you before I pass. He was told. Okay. Um, I'm, still, I'm still hearing tell him. So tell him again. However you can make this, you know, however you can pr- continue to pursue this. Um, and then what I want to suggest to you is that you basically talk to him in your prayers. Souls receive the messages we are trying to give them. So if okay. you go into deep prayer and you visualize that he's sitting in front of you and you're having this conversation with him, his soul will receive whatever it is you want to say to him. The other thing you can do is you can write him letters. You can send the letters if you want or you can write them just for your own processing and leave them for him. Um, I will tell you honestly that my impression is that if he doesn't actually get to say goodbye to you, he will be devastated. So I got to tell you, I had heart failure because of not seeing my only child for eight years. So I honestly, if he is, then he was told, I can't be on me. No, no, it's not on you at all. This isn't on you, sweetie, not at all. Okay. That's why I'm saying write the letters or, or you know, that can be sent to him or not. Have the, these conversations with him. You can imagine he's sitting in the chair in front of you. His soul will receive the messages that you are giving him. But no, there's no blame here. You've done everything you can do. I'm just getting, if you want to try again, you can. But it's whatever you, get, you can get to peace with. That's really all that matters is that you get to peace. And yes, I will absolutely acknowledge that the heart issues are because you are brokenhearted. I, I know okay. people who have passed because they were brokenhearted. So I understand that. I'm going to pray for you. I will be putting you in the lap of God. Wow, thank you so much. God bless you. But you well, God bless you, hon. You know, let us know how you're doing. And here's the thing. If you want to change it moving forward, you can. The most important thing is for you to be able to find a place for love and peace for yourself. And I will be holding that place for you. And I hope, you. that, I hope you'll hold it for yourself. You're just a lovely, lovely soul. Very kind. Thank you so much. Thank you both. No. Thank you, Lisa. All the best to you, sweetie. Thank you. Too. Thank you, Lisa, for your call. Let's try one more time for Miss Sharon. Sharon, are you live in a Technicolor? I'm here. <laughs> Hi. There we Hi, go. Gary. Sharon, welcome you back. Guys, to the I'm so sorry. I fell, as- I fell asleep. I'm so used to, because this is late for me because I work in the morning. I apologize. I don't usually do that, you guys. I just fell sitting, sitting up, I fell asleep. It was Isn't probably that, that meditation you know, that Rebecca I'm did thinking, earlier. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. I was going to say, I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> and it was during your meditation. I swear to God, I, I listened to the whole thing. When it got up to that, oh, my gosh, you guys, that's crude. But anyhow, I'm so glad you got me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. How can I help you besides oh, putting you to so sleep? 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, since I've been working at home since COVID, I foster dogs and I absolutely love it. Well, this, this last one that I got, I'm adopting. I can't let her go. She's eight years old. She had a horrific life. She was starved. And oh, when I got her, she was a skeleton. My question to you is I am adopting her. When I go back to work, is it going to work out, out with her or does she have anxiety? She hasn't so far. Do you see it being a happy? What's, what's her name? Thing? Her name is um, Olive. <laughs> Olive. Oh, that's so I named cute. her Olive. I know. Oh, that's adorable. I love it. I love it. I just love her. I just absolutely love her. I just don't know how she's going to be when I go back to work two days a week. Am I going to be able to swing this? I'll you you will, it out. but you know, I I have to tell you, what she would really like is she would like to be in a little bed under your desk. I know she does that now. Well, next to me now. <laughs> she does it. Well, I'm talking about at, at work. Like she she wants to be she wants to be at your feet in the bed under your desk. That's that's what I get. Um, she is very sweet. She's quiet. She's calm. She yeah. absolutely loves you. She knows that you love her. Um, and she just is like, whatever you need from her is what she will do. If you're going to leave her at home when you're at work, you just have to tell her. Just tell her she'll understand. She wants to make life easy for you. She's basically like, you tell me what you need and what you want, and I will do whatever that is. So, wow. this, you know, what, you're right. with, with kids, they She's call mellow. it front loading. Yeah, you, with, with kids, they call it front-loading. Will you tell them, okay, this is what to expect, this is what we're going to be doing, and this is how it's going to go, and then you tell them again, and then you go through the process and you tell them as you're going through the process. So she's the same way. You have to say, look, I have to go back to work, and I'm sorry that I'm going to be separated from you, but I'm going to be going back two days a week, and this is what's going to be happening, and this is what I need from you. So tell her. And then also, you know, visualize what that's going to look like for her because pets pick up information telepathically. So if you create a vision in your mind about what that's going to look like and what you need from her while she's home and you're at work, that will help her understand and it will help her be able to, to follow through with what the protocol is supposed to be. Um, Interesting. Because I, yeah, I, I I'm probably going to get a dog walker to, to, so oh, she can't sit. Yeah. I know. No, that's great. And, and the other thing that so the other thing is, when you get the dog walker, start a few weeks ahead of time. Yeah. And have her come and take her out, and then um, start letting the dog walker, you know, go out to grocery shop or do something, so that when the dog walker comes, she's already by herself. So she gets used to that routine of, oh, I'm by myself, but the dog walker comes when I'm by myself and I get taken out and she stays and gives me treats and whatever, but I'm going to have periods of time where I'm by myself. So if you start kind of getting her in that routine now and then making the time away longer and longer, by the time you actually go to work, she's going to be used to it. Uh, She's happy then, isn't she here? I hope so. She, oh, she's, she loves oh. you. Yeah, she doesn't want to go anywhere else. So she's totally happy with you. She loves you. It's and like you feel she's she okay? Go on. Oh, yeah, she's doing well. Healthy. She's doing well. She's, you know, right now she's healthy. You know, I mean, she's not going to live to be 20. I know you already know that. But, I, she's, I know. but she's doing well for her age. She's, she's actually doing pretty well. She's doing pretty Good. well for her age. Yeah. I know. I'm sure happy. I have her for a few years. Yeah, you're you're doing great with her. She's really happy. She's very content. Hey, That's the word that comes to mind. Is she's very content. 
That's good. I know. You know, they they take time. They take money. You just, I want to do it the right way. And having a got dog is like having a child in some respect. Don't you agree? You have to take oh, care absolutely. of them. I know. And, and, and Garrett I love knows it. for sure. <laughs> oh, Garrett, I absolutely love Garrett. it. I know. Sharon, yeah, I'm no, down to four dogs. <gasps> yes, down to oh four dogs. Oh, my gosh. At my craziest, I had ten all. at one time. So you understand. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I know you just want to spoil them. Oh, that's so cute. And you don't care. They're all different um, kind of dogs, too. Sharon. Yeah, well, three of them are from the same litter. We can talk about oh, That's another, he, whole other show. He, he, he does spoil them. He does spoil them. And, and I, I know because I, I am the, I am the, the auntie. <laughs> but, but, yeah. You guys, so, yeah. I just adore you're gonna, this you're dog. Gonna be just She's fine, so Sharon. good. She's so good. And thank you for not hanging up oh, yeah. with me. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> oh, I was like, well, we haven't I heard from it. Sharon in a hot minute. She's there somewhere. Yeah. I did hear yeah. what you guys are grateful for, though. I did hear all that. But listen, thank you so much. It was wonderful. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Sharon. Tonight. Have a great night. All right, yeah, all you know, <laughs> and Rebecca, one of the things that I always do every day before I go is, um, besides the fact that, you know, from the time I wake up until I go, I'm like, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. And if people only had like a cam of this, they barf. But I tell the dogs every day before I go, okay, I'm going to be gone this amount of time. If you need to do anything, go outside. You've got the radio on. Also, Sharon, leave a radio on or a TV on so they have some kind of entertainment. They love that. And they will adjust. So um, I'm glad Olive has you as a doggy mama. Okay. Our last caller for the night is going to be Christy, and she's calling about her adult daughter, Jennifer. Christy, you're live with your Sunday psychic, Rebecca Fisk. Go ahead, please. Hi, Rebecca. Yeah, my name's Christy, and I'm calling about my adult daughter, who's 36. She's had a lot of trauma. And anyway, and then, and then there's a big falling out between my husband and her, and he's actually called the police on her and, and forbid her to come to the house, and she's healing from her, uh, whatever. She broke her back, and, you know, it was okay. a car burglary, and she got dragged. It's just drama, trauma, and I'm her mother, yeah. and my husband right. is her stepfather, adopted her when she was six months old. So it's just all this stuff. Okay. And I'm trying yeah, take to... Yeah, take okay. a deep breath. It's okay. Just take a deep breath. It's okay. I know okay. it doesn't feel like it, but it's going to be okay. So take mm-hmm. another deep breath. And blow it out. Just relax. Okay. What is your husband's name? His name is John. Okay. And we've been married 35 years. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. So first of all, um, John doesn't always understand Jennifer. I mean, there's just, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, there's, and, and, and the reality is none of us ever really fully understand anybody else 100% of the time anyway, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of respect from Jennifer towards John, but John still looks at Jennifer as, you know, his daughter and that she should listen to the things that he tells her. Like there's a little bit of a control issue there. And yeah. Jennifer has this interesting personality where um, if she is upset about something or she's afraid or she's feeling up, you know, it, basically the way that she exhibits being upset about anything is she kind of withdraws. And she'll withdraw and become meek until she bursts out. 
So it's, 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 you know, my impression about where she is right now is because of the trauma. I mean, basically she's got PTSD is really where she's yeah, at right she now. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so right now it's like if you look at her wrongs, she might burst into tears because mm-hmm. she's so raw. And so right now, because John is, you know, always trying to do the right thing, but, and, and it's for the right reasons, but he's trying to control. He wants to make things better, so he tells her what to do, but it's not what she really needs. And so they're just at each other. And the whole thing with him calling the police on her is because mm-hmm. when she becomes completely, um, oh, gosh, what is the word? You know, it's almost like uh, her her nerves are so raw when she finally she acts just, out because she can't take anything else. Then she becomes I, I, incorrigible, really, is the word that comes to mind. But mm-hmm. we usually think of that as a young child, not as a grown person. Mm-hmm. And so, but, but the thing is, he wants her to behave a certain way. And if she doesn't, he wants to reign in control. Yeah. And so okay. it's, it's, it's this very interesting energy. He has this, um, I, I want to say almost like his protective energy is way over the top. And so when he feels like he can't control something, he becomes overly aggressive. And she doesn't respond to that. The more he tries to control her, the more um, aggressive she becomes because the more afraid she becomes, it's like the frightened animal. You know, the frightened animals will attack. And so when she gets pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, that's what she ends up doing is becoming, you know, um, you know completely out of character for who she is. Mm-hmm. So understand mm-hmm. that when John has behaved this way, it's because he's acting out of fear that he can't protect, including her. Like in his mind, calling the police was for her own good. It wasn't, it was because he's trying to protect and she's out of control, but he's also thinking it's for her own good as well. So moving. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even want me to see her. He gets pissed off if he sees her car. He says, I'll call the police again. She's not allowed in our house. And I go, well, it's my house too. I told the cops she has permission to be here. And my husband was okay. living. It was just out of control type of thing. Right. So one of the things that I want to very strongly suggest, because the thing is, if, she, if she's not getting help, she needs to get some help. Mm-hmm. Trying to deal with PTSD is, you know, we need to get support and we need tools to be able to deal with it. And, and she may need more than that. But, you know, and especially when the, in these kinds of cases, I always suggest to people that they see a licensed professional because I'm not that. I'm, I'm an intuitive. Everything mm-hmm. comes through the intuition. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so the other thing that I want to suggest is that you all potentially sit down together, with a, potentially with a mediator or with a therapist to figure out how mm-hmm. to work your way through this. Because Jennifer needs a particular type of support because of the trauma. Mm-hmm. And John needs to feel like he's heard and that he gets to have a say. And you also need to feel like you can be the mother to your daughter but still respect your husband. Does this right. make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but it, yeah. but it, starts, it starts with Jennifer. 
It starts with her getting some help. Mm-hmm. And, and also, if you sit down with John and you say, look, I love you, and I know that you love Jennifer, and I know that this has been really uncomfortable for all of us, but we need to somehow support all, you know, we need to support each other to get through this, and we need help mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. Okay. okay. But Jennifer does, is not acting like herself because she's so, she's so over the top with the trauma, honestly. So she yeah. doesn't feel safe. When somebody doesn't feel safe, they will attack. They will become aggressive. It's a self-preservation mm-hmm. thing. She is in that over-the-top self-preservation mode right now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So breathe. Mm-hmm. Try to come back to this place of love because you love both of them, and they actually love mm-hmm. each other. But we have mm. to get, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where if somebody's bleeding profusely, you don't try to put a Band-Aid on it. You have to address the, the bleed where it is. Right. And I know I'm using a, an extreme example here, but Jennifer is, she's, she's bleeding profusely and John's trying to put a Band-Aid on it. And you're saying, wait, mm. let me assess the situation. I don't even know what she needs yet. Okay? Mm. So it's going to be okay. It is going to get better. Okay. But there needs to be some, some assistance here. All of you need some support. And when you get the right kind of support, you're all going to be able to get through this, and it's going to be okay. And that is what I see for you. But you have to get somebody else to kind of take this, this extreme energy out of it. It's, it's too much. Everybody's yeah. triggered right now. Okay, oh, yeah. and you're just trying to make everybody be okay. <laughs> and it's, 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 it, it has to be somebody who is an unbiased party creating right. a safe space for all of you to get to talk, okay? Okay. It's, if it's going to be okay. Oh, Breathe. thank you. Keep breathing. <laughs> okay. Keep breathing, Christy. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And tell both of them, remind both of them, you love them. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Thank, thank you, Christy. Right. Breathe. God bless you, Christy. Thanks for the call. Have a good thank night. Thank you. And just a real quick reminder, if you have been a caller on the show tonight, I'm going to encourage you to go back and re-listen to the show on replay or download the show on Apple's iTunes. And you can find us under the uh, show heading rated LGBT radio. We um, will also tell you that Rebecca Fisk at RebeccaFisk.com, shameless plug for Rebecca, uh, love to book a private appointment with you or host a group event. And if you go to her website, RebeccaFist.com, and put in that you heard her on the show, she will give you a special deal. So please do that, and you will have an amazing time. Rebecca, we've got about a minute and a half left. How are you? How do you oh, feel? gosh. You know, I'm doing great. It's, it's, um, I have to say, it's been really interesting tonight, different calls. Yeah. You know, kind of some different calls. And, um, you know, one of the things, I want to address this thing with, um, with the last caller, with Christy, and what's going on in that kind of a situation where, you know, sometimes we end up in the middle of something between people that we love and we don't know what to do. And so the most important thing is to come back to ourselves first because we have to fill up our own cup. And then once we, ha- we can get clarity, once we have peace within ourselves. And then we can offer ourselves to be of service in love for the people that we're caring about. And sometimes we just need somebody else to jump in and help us. And it's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of wanted to put that out there. Um, 
You know, I just thank you everybody so much for listening, for tuning in. I love my work, and I love that I get an opportunity to show up and do this with you. So thank you so, so much for tuning in. Um, Garrett, I hope you have a phenomenal week. I hope you break more records this week. It's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. And uh, thank you so much for always being here for us, you know, and for me. I really, really appreciate you, and I'm grateful for you every single day. Oh, my gosh. Well, the Mutual Admiration Society is now in session. I'm banging the gavel. Okay, cool. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, okay, all right. Dear. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we'll be back again next week. Stephanie will be back with us uh, on next week's show at 7 p.m. And um, I guess, let's see here, it's going to be June. So we'll talk to you all next month. Have a great week and take good care. We'll see you then.